You are now entering zone 4. Please be seated and prepare to experience the nerd aristocracy. Any offenses encountered by today's broadcast will not be the responsibility of the Mars CVEX Consolidated Drilling Corporation or its subsidiaries. Welcome to the Nerd Aristocracy, the podcast for all things nerd. Available worldwide at nerdaristocracy.com. The leaders of the nerd proletariat, your esteemed hosts, Jonathan Bell and Ryan Reinecke. Greetings, proletariat. Welcome to the Nerd Aristocracy podcast. Jonathan Bell alongside the meticulous the Bobiculous, Mr. Ryan Reinecke. How are you, Ryan Thaddeus Reinecke III? Oh, I'm quite fine today. Thank you. And how are you doing? I, I love the titles you build for me. Uh, <clears throat> yes. Right. I, it's very Game of Thrones-y. That's true. Also, <clears throat> also known as the Throne of Games. Yes. And that is, that's my main point in, in living, is that... It should be called the Throne of Games because the Game of Thrones implies a plurality to thrones. But there is only one Iron Throne and everyone is vying for the single throne. This is true. And there's so many subplots and games going on competing over... One throne, so it should be the throne of games or game of iron throne, singular. No, but it's games more than one of game, games yes. of iron throne. That sounds weird, yes, or games of throne. Mm-hmm. But then it sounds like you're a javelin match or something, you're throwing things, you know. Uh, well, how about this? Let's let's add some elasticity to the concept of throne, all right. And move beyond the, the preset that is just one, the Iron Throne of Westeros in King's right. Landing, um, that it is vying for power at the top or throne of wherever you may be. For instance, uh, Jon Snow is near the throne of uh, the brothers on the wall, the crows. He's, he's kind of near the, the top power on that. Um, Varys is, is near the top throne. He is the master of whisperers, right? And, and uh, Littlefinger is the master of coin up until recently. So he's that's his throne. So everybody's vying for for their little piece uh, on the board. Hmm? No? I'm sorry, I fell asleep like three minutes ago. What What did you say? That there's different thrones. Oh. That thrones is a metaphor <clears throat> for no. I understand. I, mm-hmm. I just think the throne of games would be more apt um, than its present wording. Now, you could argue that other that that other uh, titles would be mm-hmm. more apt, but using the verbiage as it stands now, I think it would be more uh, more accurate to reverse. Yes, but more confusing to the unindoctrinated. I think if you said Throne of Games to somebody... Yeah, but I mean, what? who's unindoctrinated walking into the Game of Thrones series? Either you were with it from day one, Mm -hmm. or you weren't. And if you weren't, the only way you're with it... The only way you're with it now Mm -hmm. is if someone said, Hey, 
Ah, so you can't blindly go don't, into yeah, it. Yeah, don't... You, nobody says, hey, season four, watch it. Awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People will say, hey, get your ass to fucking Walmart and buy some DVDs. Or get your ass to Pirate Bay. Yeah, this isn't Everybody Loves Raymond. You gotta start at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can't walk in like it's fucking home improvement. <laughs> oh, I love that. The boss is coming to dinner. Speaking of, man, the, the last episode of Throne of Games. Yeah, was, I know. Was pretty intense. And, and this is why I loved it. There were no major events. Mm-hmm. But it was just kind of like Bob Ross Filling in the paint. Oh, happy little clouds. Like last, the previous episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. episode what three? Yeah, it moves so fast. Was 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 like Bob Ross drawing the outline of the mountain and of the main tree in the foreground. Broad strokes, yes. yes. And then this last episode, there were no broad strokes painted. Mm-hmm. It was just like. Fleshing out, okay, the guy has a hand around his neck. Yeah, developing. You know, that kind of yeah, thing. Three and heirs so. that, you know, she witnessed him stand up for her. Yes. And why would he do such a thing if he's such a despicable yes. character? Uh, yeah, and uh, back when I was voicing my, my concerns about <clears throat> Mr. Greyjoy's uh, journey... It seems to have looped back around, and perhaps I forgot this yeah, happened. Yeah, I don't know the what books. the fuck is going on with him. I don't know what is going on with that guy and why that guy killed his cronies mm-hmm. just to bring Greyjoy back. I have no fucking idea. Yeah. And I know you probably have an idea, but if you spoil it for me, it will be the end of the Nerd Aristocracy podcast. Okay. Um, I'll just tell you that we'll get to learn more about that character. Okay, good. And Theon ain't done okay. with, with uh, his life and suffering, but you can clearly see that. So what else are you bringing to the table for this episode? Uh, well, let me uh, go ahead and uh, pull this into the broader entertainment spectrum. Okay. This came off of down with G-O-T. Yeah, you know me. Um, T-O-G, but go ahead. Yeah, as you will. Um, Netflix. Uh, been enjoying uh, some, some Netflix uh they, I was really jazzed when I heard that Netflix is doing their original series programming, right? right. Like, they hire mm. production crews, they budgeted millions upon millions of dollars to get shows going. Their first one that I really liked was uh, House of Cards, <clears throat> Kevin yes. Spacey and Robin Wright. Excellent, well done, wonderfully Not to be confused with the... Cards of Houses. Yes. <laughs> no, not to be confused with uh, the... Uh... Original BBC House of Cards. Produced in the early 90s. That this is loosely based upon. That you can see on Hulu. Who is the... Uh, not the Luther Black guy. But the... Uh, uh, Don El- Cheadle. Elba Idris? Idra Elvis? No, no. Don um, Cheadle. Oh, yeah, what's, yeah. What's his show? Rwanda guy. Hotel Rwanda. Don Cheadle. Yes, what is the, what what is his similarly named? I do not know. Episodic. I'll, I'll let you search for that. House of Lies. Yes, is the name of it. Very good. Didn't get into House of Lies. Okay. I I, I don't know. Netflix if original it. series. Yeah, I'm Netflix sorry original. For the that's all right. That's all right. It's good mentioning shows that suck, so yes. people can avoid them. Like Don Cheadle, uh, well produced, but that show particularly was trying too hard. House of Lies gave it three shows. Couldn't take any more. 
House of Cards, I yummed that up as soon as it was released. I watched the entire, because what they're doing is releasing all 13 episodes of season's worth at one time. Like so it. you could just Chinese buffet that shit. Sure. And totally did that. was not let down. <clears throat> Look forward to the second season. Then I was kind of um, mildly excited when I heard, oh, here's a new one coming up. And it was just released last week. Hemlock Grove. New horror show. Hemlock Grove. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the we, Grove of Hemlocks. Stop it. <laughs> you know I'm gonna this is gonna be a recurring joke here. Um by Eli Roth, who brought okay. us Hostel yes. and uh Cabin Fever and uh played the Bear Jew in uh Quentin Tarantino's film Inglorious Bastards. Um watched the first episode of that barely Episode. Episode okay. of that. Well, I was going with uh Inglorious Bastards, which is a E R D S. Okay. Yeah. I watched the first episode of yes. that, and uh, it was not good. You weren't feeling the Eli Rothness. No, okay. no. Um, I was feeling like they just kind of sat in a hot box and oh, that's how many you know wacky characters that are quasi mysterious that we can wind up and just let loose in a sandbox and watch them bump into each other. Uh, kind of Twin Peaksy. Kind of twilighty, kind of shitty. Um, now, twilighty as in episodic twilight zone, as in younger, or, as in younger, or twilight as in vampire, yeah, fairies, yeah, okay. vampire, uh, gay werewolves yes. uh, and stuff like that. Younger set. I mean, good-looking young people who doesn't like to watch that. I do some boobies in the first like five minutes. It's okay. great, um, but then there's no more boobies. And uh, there's, like, one family, and they're gypsies, and they make a point about gypsies. And, like, people in the greater city are like, well, looks like we got some more gypsies around here. Like, it's some, you know, 16th century uh, story or something like that where gypsies are a common thing, like, you know, hobos or Mexicans. Sure. Um, And I, I, I would like to do my due diligence and give it its three episodes before I Ned Stark it. Right. But I'm just going to have to go ahead and, and do that right now okay. because it, it seemed like they were trying too hard and it, it's very milky. It's very vanilla uh, okay. for me. Uh, a series that I really liked that was an episodic series. It's not Netflix original, but it's available on Netflix. It's called The Missing. And the entire show is the looking for one girl and her her murderer. Who did it? Pretty much. She's found in a trunk fucking dead. And... It's a wonderfully scripted story. It's well acted. It's very deliberate in its pacing. And it's not like a Law and Order where like, boom, curtain up, dead body. By the end of curtain call, you everything's done. Right. You know, it, it like stretches and develops and grows and feels like a real case, you know? Anyway, uh, The Missing, very nice. Um, another Netflix uh, realization. <clears throat> uh, I recently saw Zero Dark Thirty, the Oscar-nominated film about the uh, killing of Obama bin Laden. And uh, in that, I saw uh, an actor that I recognized from New Orleans, uh, one of the Duplass brothers. You, you may recognize their names. They did the Puffy Chair, and then they got picked up by Sony Picture Classics, and they've been churning out sweet little indies ever since. Great for them. Um, and I was like, hey, that looks like one of the guys. Looked it up on IMDb. Sure enough, it was. And then one of my actor friends from New Orleans area uh, was tight with them, and has done a couple of films with them. So I looked up Mr. Steve Zissis, Z-I-S-S-I-S. And my good buddy has now um, got two movies that's on Netflix right now that he's in. Uh, one is the 
Dodeca Pentaathlon, about two brothers that uh, had a Olympic-like ceremony when they were young children, and it spurned this deep-seated competitiveness in them that they revisit in their later 30s. Uh, really funny, really straight, under-the-radar acting, very very subtle, very, very well done. And uh, another one uh, that's bigger budget called Jeff Who Lives at Home. Uh, Seen it? You saw it? Okay, well, my buddy in Baton Rouge. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, my buddy Steve <clears throat> Zissis is a, a Greek fella with a, a Greek nose. And, uh, yeah, I remember hair. Jesse knew him. Yeah, so, um, he, he directed me in uh, Amadeus when we uh, did the straight stage production. And, uh, he was the director of that and uh, uh, learned a lot from him. That might have been, was that the play I tried to go see with you in it um, at the Greek Orthodox Church? And then when I got there at the advertised day and time, uh, there was no one in the parking lot and the building was locked up? Really? Yes. Or was this a different show? It was at that place. Okay, yeah, that was definitely it. James Stevenson came down, came over from Gulfport or mm-hmm. Ocean Springs. Yeah, met with me at my apartment at UNO. We drove to the Greek Orthodox Church. Um, there was actually a poster on the window with that date and that time advertising the show. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently we were the only ones that did not get the memo that uh, the show was not taking place at that day or time. Son of a bitch. I'm sorry. I wish you had seen that. I had demand you... you do the entire performance right here, right now. I need my puppet. It was done with uh, no small amount of puppetry. Mm-hmm. That was so much slimmer back then, too. That's true. Uh, man, you'd have so much more respect for me if you saw it. Anyway, it was great. It's one of the best pieces of theater I've ever done. Uh, I'm sorry you missed it. We, we both missed out on, on that. Well, um, can I give a review? Yeah. Uh, not yeah. of a movie. Of my play? That no. I, you didn't see? Oh. No. Um, I'm sure it was terrible. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this is of uh, actually Office Supplies. Um, the movie Office Supplies? No. Uh, the actual things Office Supplies. Ooh. Um, I've Turning always on. been a fan. Mm-hmm. My OCD, I think, lends itself to me being a fan of as a kid, I was really into school supplies. Okay. Like I was never, I was always more into the uh, buying of school supplies for the coming year more than I was like buying clothes or school or or school itself. Mm-hmm. Like I got excited about pens and trapper keepers mm-hmm. and you know your 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 box. You know the fucking box Ooh, you kept box. all your yeah yeah. Shit, yeah. So um. Uh, I've used the same pen since, or the same brand of pen, I should say. If mm-hmm. I had used one pen for 15 years, it'd be pretty fucking incredible. But I've used the same brand and style of pen for about 15 years. Mm-hmm. The uh, the Uniball Blue Ink Vision Pen. Yeah, It, it flows nicely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it works well with my signature, mm-hmm. etc. I've recently found, though... A pen that could rival it in my enjoyment of it. I've always liked fountain pens, mm-hmm. but they dry up so quick. And then it's a 15-minute ordeal yeah. getting the ink to start flowing again. Yeah, messy. <clears throat> yeah and I don't have that kind of time. No. However, um, Varsity uh, is a, a style of pen put out by Pilot mm-hmm. Pens. 
and it is a basically a disposable fountain pen. And um, this is, uh, I'll let you give it a look, but it's a disposable fountain pen. They're $4 each individually, but you can't buy them at like Office Depot. Uh, you can buy them on Amazon in bulk and they're super cheap. They're like $25 for a 12 pack of them. Or what you can do is you can go to your local arts and crafts store, i.e. Michael's or Hobby Lobby. You can print out the coupon that they come out with every week, or you can get on the, the uh, app on your phone for 40% off one item. Mm -hmm. Are you listening to me? Mm -hmm. You fucking son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. And you print that out. I'm testing it. You print that out, and you can get each pen for about $2. So um, I like the, the fountain style of pen. Um, it's classy. It's it's classy and it works nicely. So um, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't keep up with the Uniball though. Yeah, no, it doesn't flow like the Uniball does. So what I do is I carry both of them for my notes and stuff like that. I still use the Uniball, uh -huh. but for signing important legal documents, which believe it or not, I sign a lot of every day. Being in the real estate game, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I use the fountain pen because it gives it a. A nice, eloquent, like signing of the Constitution uh, type signature. Are you going to practice like proper penmanship now? Like, like study some stuff online, no, do some I would exercises. Never, never do that. You no. should, man. I mean, if you're just you know watching TV kind of half-heartedly, it'd be something good to do with your your hands, aside from jerking off. And maybe not as productive. Right. I like that theory, and I have uh, been quite a fan of Uniball for several years yes. um, because of all the. The strengths you mentioned, and uh, my mechanical pencil of choice is uh, the Pentel, uh, P-E-N-T-E-L, I believe it is, point uh, five millimeters. Um, I don't go as thick as seven because that just looks like you're writing with a crayon. I have not used a pen or a pencil. Mm -hmm. since well, in my about line, second grade, excluding uh -huh. uh, math classes, that you were required to use a pencil. I. It's great. Um, it, it really holds on to the lead in there. Uh, the eraser is almost like the little quality block erasers yes. that the Nazis make, the Stadler ones. Um, I, coming from an artistic background, uh, I do require a pencil uh, yes. as I'm drafting and kind of forming a concept. And that's just, it's just proven itself time and time again. They're very dependable, you know. Yeah. In a pinch, I'll use cheap thick ones or something. That's true. Uh, thanks for that. Um, yeah. I'd like to use uh, your train wreck of a Segway to uh, hit it with an 18-wheeler and yes. push it back into uh, entertainment. Okay. Segway a little bit from uh, from Netflix because uh, I know we were talking about the Oscars you know, several weeks back. And yes. Like, oh, we hadn't seen any of these movies, but neither one of us felt that Lincoln was probably the best choice for, for the best picture. Right? Wait, did that win best picture? No. Hmm. Yeah. Remember, I called it. Oh, the fucking Argo! Right, yeah, movie. Yeah, Argo. Lincoln less so because I enjoyed Argo more. Right, but Argo even so is. It, it was okay. okay. It was enjoyable. Lincoln was borderline bad just because of how milk toast it was, and that the History Channel could have done it with enough funding. Right. Aside from the performances, there was nothing stellar about it. Um, I saw, aside from Zero Dark Thirty. 
okay, good, a little bit more important, and Is interesting. Is that on Netflix Argo. now? No, it's not. Okay. I, I borrowed it from one of my computers. Sure. I just found no one. I mean, there's something know. wrong with your eye. Yeah, it's called uh, Die. Yeah. Um, Silver Linings Playbook. Okay. I saw that movie. Uh, yeah. That was thoroughly enjoyable. Okay. Uh, great performances. Good story, interesting, not, you know, we're overthrowing the Iranian government or, you know, freeing the slaves or anything so fucking manufacturedly noble. Right. Just about people trying to live, this bipolar guy in, in back with his family. His dad's played by Robert De Niro, uh, giving you a nice nut-squishing kind of honesty of a dad that cares but kind of removed from being able to admit that he cares right. kind of stuff. Uh, really, really well done. Has um, that uh, chick in it? Uh, she was nominated for best actress. I think she won best actress actually. Um, that was in the Hunger Games. Yes. Um, doing great, looking sexy, and uh, it was uh, very well put together. I highly recommend Silver Lang's Playbook. I avoided it because I was like, ah, oh, it's about football. Uh, the dad likes football, and it's kind of used as an analogy uh, to some small degree in the movie, and I let that uh, taint. My, my concept of what it could offer without really visiting it right. until recently. So uh, I do recommend that. And lastly, to go back to Netflix, Punching the Clown. Have you ever heard of that movie? No, it sounds like a euphemism for masturbation. Uh, it's a euphemism for like shitty hackneyed comedy, I think. Okay. Uh, it's about a musician slash comedian uh, named Henry Phillips. Have you heard of this comedian? I'm not. Um, he's got a lot of parody songs that are kind of satire, I guess. Um, they're pretty hysterical, smart, he's got a good voice, and, uh, he acts very well in, in the movie. It's basically his story, his travels in L.A., and he, uh, unintentionally gets mislabeled for being a, a racist, uh, in the film. Uh, but I got a, a short excerpt of a song. Would you like to hear of his? I'd love to. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> I'll go ahead and cut in the episode. And we're doing this as, you know, like a news kind of thing. <clears throat> you can't be sued. At least that's what I'm telling myself. Thank you. <laughs> she never was abused when she was younger. Her father never up and ran away. Even though her family gave her all the love she needs, somehow she's a bitch anyway. <laughs> Me, I tried to be the perfect hero. I said I love you two thousand fucking times a day. I showered her with presents bought from the finest shops in town. But somehow she's a bitch anyway. And when I tell her my funny stories, she says, Well, I guess you had to be there. I played her my new song. She said it sucks. And when the evening news shows homeless people, she says it's their own damn fault. Then she hits me up for 50 bucks. Somehow she's a bitch anyway. 
get a little choked up at the end of this one. <laughs> She's a fucking bitch anyway. So, judging from your nonstop laughter, I <clears throat> yeah, you know, I, I have to say, I've I've always disliked musical the comedians. troubadours. Yeah, I mm-hmm. uh, I think it's it's it's. I guess I've just seen so many bad ones. Mm-hmm. I've been to so many open mic nights where there's some asshole with a guitar <laughs> who sings a shitty song and gets muted laughs from people who think dick jokes over basic chord progressions are really funny mm. and it just yeah it just doesn't it does not it's not flipping your pancake no, I, I see wow this has been a failure uh for me uh it's i feel like if somebody came to me and like hey ryan isn't this a really great graphic design and it was like a picture of a circle with like, right. uh, a line through it I'd be like, yeah, something's not there. No, I mean, you know, to each his own. I'm, I'm sure that, uh, that... That's a polite way of saying fuck you in the <laughs> face. I... No, it's... I it's, know. It, uh, it's not. To each your own. I mean, I could see that... Disagree to disagree. That he had more musical talent uh, than comedic talent, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I could tell he could sing well. Well, now I'm like, oh, well, maybe that wasn't the song you needed to hear. I didn't know there was going to be so yeah. much, like, patter before it. Yeah, I know. Um, anyway, uh, you're wrong. Uh, he's very funny. Okay. People should check him out. His name is Henry Phillips. Sure. You can view his movie on Netflix. Uh, it's enjoyable for an independent film. Yes. And uh, Is it a documentary or is no, it just no. a movie? Yeah, it's a movie, but it's, like, you know, loosely based on his experience in okay. L.A., you know, more or less, um, with, you know, common, uh, LA cliches. Have you seen Sleepwalk with me yet? Yes, I have. Okay. Yes, I have. What'd you think? Fucking of hated it. Really? But, you know, each their own. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. I can respect that. No, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was hilarious. I like seeing, uh, Mark Maron's little cameo in there. Uh, yes. thought the guy was funny. I'd actually, uh, heard an interview with this fella, I think, uh, before on another podcast, like, uh, Adam Carolla or, or something like that. And, right. uh, thought it was an interesting concept and uh, liked the progression of him trying to find his way, mm-hmm. you know, into comedy and the the rocky starts and how right. he kind of subtly progresses into tightening it up as the, the movie goes on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good deal. Well, let's take a, let's take a break okay. and uh, give it a pause for the cause and we will be back. There we go. You are now listening to Jonathan and Ryan. Jonathan and Ryan and Ryan and Ryan and Ryan and Ryan and Ryan and we're back with our second segment. Jonathan, (laughs) (laughs) I swear he's here with me. (laughs) You killed me over the break. It was it was awkward. Um, so uh, Dan Aykroyd Mm -hmm. in a recent interview has said that uh, Ghostbusters three. Will be filming this fall. Fantastic! I guess uh, they 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 haven't completed casting because I've not been called uh-huh, in uh-huh. yet. So yeah, you were supposed to be like the scrappy Ghostbuster trainee, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that, uh, sides. I guess they they have yet to uh, put the call in. 
you know, I guess they're finalizing the script before they start calling people right. in for it. Well, they want to see the people that they're not sure about. Right. The people that they have locked, you know, like yeah. Ramis and Bill Murray, you know. Right. And Murray just recently assented, you know, to doing it. Uh, I think I read that he called Harold Ramis up at like 3 o'clock in the morning and just said, hey, let's bill. I'm in. And that was pretty much the conversation. Word. And it was due from, I guess, fans, you know, petitioning for yes. it to be done. As, as well it should. Hopefully Ernie Hudson will be back in the mix as well, because what's a Ghostbuster sequel without Winston Vedmore? I know, right? So. Uh, uh, but he's had quite a spiraling, you know, mushrooming career since then, though. I don't know if they can afford him. Uh, yeah, I guess if Bill Murray signs on, it would be safe to say yeah, that Bill Ernie Murray Hudson do, do anything, man. Um, would also... But they're saying that the plot will uh, revolve around the Higgs boson and uh, Ooh, particle theories. Oh, fun. So um, that could just be uh, Dan Aykroyd being a psychopath and wanting to talk about weird <laughs> science. Move on project. Yes. But uh, anyway, that is the, That's the, good. the theoretical narrative. God, I hope it doesn't suck ass. I really hope it doesn't. Me too. I don't want it to be one of those movies where you're, you get so excited that they're doing a sequel and it's just like mashed horse shit. You're just like, oh god, no. Let me go back to the time when this didn't exist. Right. Give me the Crystal Skull. Three Star Wars movies. Yeah, it's um, scary. This is long. But uh, one of the other things that uh, has changed in the last week is mm-hmm. uh, I've, I've started to try and drink more water in place of my typical Coca-Cola. Uh, you know, I was up to a ridiculous amount of Coca-Cola per day, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to wean myself off of it, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> because I think uh, the large amount of Coke intake has something to do with the growing uh, belly mm-hmm. intake, mm-hmm. Um, or outtake, as Th- I were. think there are studies that, that lend <clears throat> some credence yes. to that. So I've been trying to drink more water, uh, started a few days ago mm-hmm. with the uh, mass water intake. And it's kind of scary because I've I've started uh, going to the restroom about seven times a day mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. to uh, empty the bladder, as it were. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of scary. It's scary. like, do I have a prostate problem or is this just uh, the regular amount of times a day someone goes to the bathroom when they're drinking uh, six glasses of water a day? Uh, yeah, I, I think your body's acclimating. It's making a shift. See, for uh, Coca-Cola and you know refined sugars like corn syrup, all those products take – they're harder on your system because you know, they're so modified. It takes longer to work through to get to the porcelain god. Right. So the water, I mean, it's, it's water. It's hard to get any less impactful on your body than that. Right. And uh, if you notice a, a stinging sensation – uh, or any uh, pink urine, then you you should be alarmed. But until then, just your body is leveling out. That, that's good. I knew a guy that uh, dropped literally probably about twenty five pounds from simply doing that, just shutting off soda, yes, and, and going to water. Um, so right on. How are you uh, supplanting the the sugar and the caffeine that you get from soda pop? Well, uh, <clears throat> I'll I'll still have a little bit of coke in the morning Mm -hmm. um just to take the edge off of the caffeine Mm -hmm. cravings 
the sugar I'm not that worried about mm -hmm. um, because I think my body is more addicted to the caffeine mm -hmm. than it is the sugar. So uh, I think I have ample sugar reserves, but uh, the caffeine, I would think, burns itself out pretty quick. So um, it does. I, I still have that, that kickstart Coke in the morning. Uh, probably not a whole Coke, but at least, you know, a few swigs to kind of get the the brain chemistry going. Have you considered uh, <clears throat> growing up to be an adult and having like coffee or tea? I haven't because I've never been a fan of warm beverages. Mm -hmm. I just don't enjoy consuming a hot beverage. Yeah, it's not cocoa or chicken noodle soup. I mean, you're doing it for the point of getting the caffeine. Oh, in your I'm, system. I'm aware. Okay. But okay. I, uh, I prefer uh, imbibing uh, cold caffeinated beverages. Ice coffee. Yeah, no, um, it's not my flavor. Okay, so fair enough. Uh, we'll see how the uh, adjustment to water works out. Yeah, keep me but, posted. Uh, Each their own. Each their own. But for uh, now, I am sir piss a lot. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm on a fairly staunch uh, coffee and water regimen. I have been for several years. Mm -hmm. uh, I will have a soda pop maybe once every three months. Really? Yeah. Wow. And every now and then, it's just a craving, like, oh, I want the little sparkling bubbles. And I get a can. I never get, like, a bottle because the bottles are all fucked out. The, the carbonation doesn't seem to be the same. I'm, like, right. really snobby about yes. how crisp the bubbles are. But, yeah, no, I'm uh, yes. kind of proud. A, a barks in a bottle is pretty much the best. Barks, yeah, that's so where it cracks, dude. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like... Oh, it beats the shit out of your tongue. It's awesome. Yes. Yeah. No, I, back in the day, Mountain Dew, I would drink it like there was no tomorrow. And... At some point, I just burned out and uh, got into got into the coffee zone, and been there ever since. Yeah, you're definitely a coffee nerd mm -hmm. uh, for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm a coffee freak. I, I, I grind my own beans and I French press it in the morning, pouring boiling water over the freshly ground. Okay, now you're beans. just a fucking psychopath. And I use the little plunger to push it down after it has five minutes to brew. Um, one day I tried stopping my sugar intake because I was like, let's look at the areas that might be making my belly grow bigger, right? Yes. <clears throat> it was like, certainly not from my lack of exercise. Um, so I was like, okay, let me get this, uh, like concentrated fake sweet drops that's made from real sugar so it doesn't taste as shitty and fake as other stuff. I got it from Amazon. It was like 10 bucks. It's the equivalent of like 18 pounds of sugar and it's like a super little bottle, super concentrated. I was like, what a great idea. Um, replaced my sugar in my coffee with that, and somewhere around the mid-afternoon of the second day, I started shaking. Really? Yeah, like, I, kind of like cold sweat started breaking out, sensation on my skin, and I had to go to the kitchen of the place that I was employed at the time, and like an animal, I, I just went and I found orange juice. I was like, this has sugar in it. I opened it and just down the whole thing and then like open another one and by the time I was halfway through I started kind of settling down a little bit it was it was an interesting and if not alarming uh, reaction and since that I hadn't been relying on that product so much uh, but yeah. I, I would put a little bit of sugar and a little bit of that to kind of mitigate it and since then I've just gone back to sugar okay. there you go mm -hmm. yeah. can't go wrong with all natural well I mean yeah. you can't so. no um, so, uh, what else you bring into the table for this episode? Well, uh, since I got that sugar liquid from Amazon, something yes. else I bought from Amazon recently. Please. Never bought anything in this, this, uh, category before from Amazon. Oh. Uh, home lawn care equipment. 
recently purchased a lawnmower from Amazon. Really? Indeed. Indeed. Wow. Uh, not only your typical run-of-the-mill uh, lawnmower, but an all-electric plug-in lawnmower. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got it because I kind of been thinking off and on about an electric lawnmower for some time. Like, well, I don't have a boat. I don't have a gas chainsaw. I don't want to have just a big tub of gasoline hanging out for when I need it, nor do I want to run out halfway through a project and have to drive to a gas station and fill it up and then come back, la, 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 la. And, oh, it's greener, you know? Um, and I had recently, well, as of about a year and a half ago, got an electric chainsaw that you plug in. It worked quite well. I chopped up a number of things with it uh they'll never find her again uh so i was like okay let me look for an electric uh lawnmower and found one that had like 600 amazon reviews and the uh, average review is hovering around four four and a half stars so i was like okay this has got to be fairly decent right checked out the company's website looks legit Ordered it, hundred and seventy something dollars. So actually, a little less expensive than like a gas model. If I just went to Lowe's, sure, like two something. Yeah. And I do have a lawnmower right now. It just doesn't start. The pull cord is snapped, and a wheel falls off. These are bad things when you have something with blades on and you're pushing it on the yard. I see. I so see. I'm just gonna put that out by the curb and throw it up on Craigslist. Like, hey, for parts, gas lawnmower, right. come fucking take it away. Um, and that should arrive Thursday. And it's uh, about the time to start doing some lawn care on yes. our house that we bought about last year. And uh, we haven't done anything all winter. So there's quite a buildup of uh, shit yes. all over the yard. So I look forward to getting into that, getting outside in the crisp air of God's green nature and doing yeah. work. Interesting. Yeah. So I've got that. Uh, got some contractor bags to put leaves in and like this little thing that's supposed to help you scoop leaves into bags that like prop your bag open for you and stuff like that that reminds me of my mom <laughs> that's that's odd um so yeah speaking of craigslist i got kind of bored and uh before i came here i was like oh, oh my god so i went to craigslist and uh went to the personal section and went to the casual encounters which ostensibly is a place where you can go and meet people just to fuck or like have sexual kind of relations with okay i've never known anybody to do that uh and have it successful or even to have it fail for that matter have you ever known anybody to use the craigslist casual encounters i have not well here are are three ones that caught my eye okay looking to get my turkey stuffed (laughs) women for men really Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Is now where is this? Is uh, this, this lady is in Covington slash Mandeville. Okay, uh, twenty seven. She indicates um, no pick, no chat, not in BS or games. Serious, ready to hookups. Contact me only. I live on the North Shore. Looking for discreet men who want to stop by my place and find me naked, door cracked, waiting to take your cock and move. Walk in, take your pants off, kick back on the sofa, spread your legs, and let me get to work. Love to suck deep throat, want to feel your shaft throbbing in the back of my throat. Love to go down to the base, then switch to your ball sack, sucking your balls tenderly, and then possible eating your ass if it's clean. And it turns on you love blowing my load on your cock, then sucking it clean and dry, then swallowing your load. Let me know what kind of scene you're wanting to set up. So, um, she's laying it out there. 
Um, she's writing it kind of like uh, an Asian scam almost. You know, yes. There's like some major particles uh, uh, missing from like the sentence structure. Uh, never mind capitalization uh, or commas mm. for that matter. Um, <laughs> and this does have some pics on it. Um, it has a, a large uh, black woman's ass. Uh, uh, on a bed, kind of uh, flopped down, so you can see where you may insert your penis, I imagine. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, on the bed, wearing socks. Uh, always classy. Always like seeing that. Um, and then there's another one where she's just... It just looks like a U upside down because it's just her backside. And it's like front lit from the window, so it's kind of giving this this halo effect. So you just see these these limbs and this crest. Yeah, I'm all set with that. It, it's great, and I mean, she really knows how to sell it. She's got the wordplay there, right. the alluring title, looking to get my turkey stuffed. Okay. Uh, it's it's a winner, I think. It's a winner. Um, a little more subtle one, <clears throat> entitled "Does Anyone Clean Yards?" Twenty five women for men in Biloxi. Seeking hot, capitalized, hot, white guy who can clean my yard, mow, rake, whatever. Be in your 20s slash early 30s. Extremely attractive and fit. Must be willing to clean without a shirt on. Hoping it leads to more while the husband's at work. Winky emoticon. This is a fantasy for me. Discretion is necessary. So is somebody just trying to get free lawn work? I think so. Yeah. I think that would be how that would work. And should I try this? I think you should and report back to us as to the to yeah. how it goes down. What it what it like um uh let's see uh, uh menage possible menage trois. Want two Latino men pickup truck mid twenties documentation fine. Yeah, I, I wouldn't specify Come. age range. Oh yeah. Well, I want them. I don't want like some old dudes if I'm gonna be, you know, maybe having sex. <laughs> oh wait, I don't do that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, well, I'll, I'll revisit. Cancel that. the transaction prior. <clears throat> Lastly, um, the first one that caught my eye: pussy eating and piss play. Women for men. Bay Wave. I don't even know what Bay Wave is. Bay St. Louis slash Waveland. Oh really? Wow. They're they're local, yo. Uh, 30-year-old BBWBF. What's that mean? Bisexual black woman? No. Big black woman? Big beautiful woman. Beautiful. What, what's the rest of it? BBW space BF. Big beautiful woman, black female. Ah. Thank you. Means, Are you sure you've never done this? That was I'm, a trick. I'm positive. Mm-hmm. I'm positive. 30. Wants to get my pussy ate and watch you piss. Small dicks uncut, and if you look like a Samoan slash football build to the front of the line, be open to letting me hold your dick while you pee, and maybe playing with your balls and jacking you off. Please be DDF and able to do this weekly, as this is a huge fantasy of mine. Please be in Slidell or Hancock County. Sending pics will get a faster response. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm I'm interested in this these these women seeking cock you know in, in this world uh, as far as my knowledge goes now granted I am not every woman uh, women don't seem to have the same impediments impediments to to having intercourse 
or stumbling into sexual encounters as I have experienced in my time as a male. I I would say that uh, I would venture to guess probably 95% of of these would be uh, gay men uh, that are of the ilk that live in their mother's basement or... You know, so you're saying something like that that want you to send pictures uh-huh. of yourself uh-huh. in states of undress. Uh-huh. And okay, so that being <clears throat> considered, there might be a bad side also. That's true. Interesting. That's true. There might be a a a possibility you would be sending pictures to someone who is not a big beautiful woman. See, I, I kind of think that too. Like, oh, send me your picture of your <clears> cock, <throat> and then you're going to end up seeing your cock jump around a little ad on RedTube. Like, hey, are you feeling curious tonight? And it's like, that's my penis. Right. Yes. I, that, that hasn't happened to me, but I imagine, sure. like, how do they get free pictures of all these people, you right. know, in nudie positions? Yeah, I would say it's, uh, <clears throat> the odds are good that you would not be sending it to, uh, the stated woman. Oh, right, right. Nor is she big, uh, well, beautiful. Um, I was thinking, hey, maybe we could sk- Skype call some of these people sometime, but but they're all like email contacts. So it right. really takes the fun out of it. Sure. Uh, related uh, story I found amusing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> came a, a friend posted this on Facebook, but uh, it was a link to an article where a I believe he was a writer for Esquire magazine, apparently uh, got stuck in an awkward position because he had a one-night stand. This is in Boston. Mm -hmm. Had a one-night stand last Thursday, okay, last Thursday night. Mm -hmm. Friday morning, they instituted the lockdown. Mm -hmm. So he was stuck at this one-night stand's apartment. With her and her roommate all day wow. following the the night of entertainment. So think how awkward that is. You go, you have a one night stand. You think you're going to sneak out early in the morning. You walk out of the apartment uh, trying to sneak out before the one night stand wakes up, and the Boston police at gunpoint tell you to go back in. <laughs> So you have to sneak back in wow. and then spend the next 24 hours with uh, probably not the love of your life. That's awesome. Okay. Yes. Um, Ashton Kutcher. Um, who would the female be in that scenario? Uh, maybe like an older... Ben Affleck. The woman would be Ben Affleck? Yes. Okay. Why don't you make him the gay roommate? Okay. Um, because that adds some comedy to it. It's gay. Um, I mean, are they trying to yeah, rape? Well, for Ashton one, Kutcher, I would believe but... Ashton Kutcher would be having sex with Ben Affleck before he, I would believe he would be having sex with any woman. Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. Have you seen the guy? He's beautiful. Uh, objectively, he's an attractive human being. If you're going to jack off to anybody in the 70s show, and you're a woman. It would be Mila Kunis. You're and you're and she's not in that episode. Then I would change the channel. You don't. I'm not giving you these options. A Chinese man, gun to your head, jack off. You must jack I'm off now. Taking. And it's Ashton Kutcher. You're like, oh well, if I have to. Taking anyway, hot guy. Um, 
So he's there. He's he's the wacky dude that's stuck in the middle. Ben Affleck's a gay roommate, and the woman is uh, Julia Roberts uh, because it'd be older. So that's the awkwardness, but she's still beautiful. But she's like burned out, and she realizes what a terrible mistake it was to go with somebody young. And then it's kind of a comment upon uh, Ashton and Demi Moore's kind of uh, relationship. I would release it in late summer, uh, two thousand fourteen. Call it uh, mm, one night bomb. Stand, no. Okay. Um. Uh, improvised explosive date. Uh, improvised explosive stand. I E X. I E X. Let's do it. Sonny's Sonny's gonna be on board. Maybe maybe Universal. No. But that does make me wonder uh, how fast the uh, the movie of this whole yeah well good I'm hoping Boston, at least makes you think of a movie experience oh uh, you mean uh, the boom boom stuff? yeah I'm sure somebody's working on a script right now and gonna have it done by the end of this week but uh, <clears throat> anywho uh, what are you nerding on I'm still reading G O T you know right. impressed with like how uh, or T O G uh, how quickly the show is progressing with the books, you know? Uh, so I'm thinking, like, how how far ahead am I, really? Like, by the time the season ends, it's probably going to be before the book I'm on. So it's going to bring, you know, us really close to where I am right now, and I'm excited about all this stuff that's happening. It's like a little bag of clowns. And uh, I, I can't wait for the, <clears throat> the, the, the stuff to start happening, the bodies to stack up and the intrigue to, to go forward. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, I'm uh, nerding on that. Looking forward to that as well. Um, <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, also nerding on looking for a good sectional for, for my home. Interesting. Going to buy a sectional uh, with some of our, our tax refund from Uncle Sammy. And we went to Rooms to Go right. to uh, look if we could take a room with us. Yes. And that stuff's shit. Right. I thought it might be decent. A couple of them all right, but shit. Yeah. It's like uh, you know, big poofy things with like cup holders in between the seats on it. It's like just like the ultimate bad taste American fat shit kind of furniture. Yeah. Just like if it just like an idiocracy got a fucking toilet built in, it would only be one step better. Anyway, needless to say, I was not impressed. Um, looking online, but buying furniture online is goddamn frightening. You know, I know if I buy, yeah, a lawnmower, I mean, it's gonna I mean, if you want, <clears throat> if you really want to like up your game, mm-hmm. like that's going to be most furniture places that have that kind of stuff. You want to up your game, you're going to have to shell out some coin, and you're going to have to go to like Hurwitz Mints in New Orleans or something, which is, you know, big time. Yeah, my game is about seventeen hundred dollars. Right. I'm willing to spend on this. Yeah. So that's some serious game. Yeah, for that's, me that's, especially. That's, that's a pretty good game. Yeah. That's a pretty good game. I, I would take a ride to New Orleans and check out Hurwitz Mints, or maybe they got something online you could check out. That'd be easier. Yeah, because I want modern, you know my style, I yeah. guess. It's kind of sleek, no you frills. Could, you could check coffee. out that Scandinavian furniture store in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Scandinavia. I'm never going to remember that. But uh, anyway, Hurwitz Mints. Check it out. Uh, yeah, but uh, thanks for that. I will look that up. But yeah, that, that's just some nerding, just trying to spend money I don't have right now. You know? Right, yeah. Good idea. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the Aristocracy of Nerds. And uh, we will 
talk at you next time. All right, folks, nerdy on. Later. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. <laughs> <laughs>